It's time. We are not called to be nice. Sandy Rios. Welcome, Sandy. Thanks for being here. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. You and you still like me or you or you don't like me, James? Are you okay? You're all right. <laughs> I'm a musician. I can't help it. Uh, longtime Fox News contributor Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. We have, I think it's four to one youth in America wants gay marriage. Our kids are the product of public schools. No wonder they poll the way they do. It's time to stand up or we're going to lose everything we have. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up, speak up, say something, do something. This isn't a game. This is real life. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association. A pro-life radio talk show host. Some things are worth fighting for. Good morning, America. I'm Jay Christian Adams this morning with you, guest hosting this week for Sandy Rios. I've been here before. Some of you have uh, called in in the past. We've had good conversations. Hope we'll have more this week. I'll be here today, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. While Sandy's on vacation, I'm very grateful for Sandy for having me here and to American Family Radio. And I am president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. We're the nation's only public interest law dedicated to... Uh, election integrity all the time. And you can follow me at Twitter, election law CTR. I get a lot of nice Twitter feedback every time I host from Sandy. Thank you out there for doing that. You've heard me before on as a guest also with Sandy. We talk about elections and voter fraud and election integrity. I used to be at the Justice Department. But this week, this week, we're going to have a, a lot of great guests later on this week. But today, I, uh, I want to uh, start today's show and this week by asking you if you enjoyed your long weekend, right? Did you enjoy it? Did you guys have fireworks, cookouts, maybe a water balloon fight? Did you enjoy your long weekend? Because that's what Vice President Kamala Harris called Memorial Day, is the long weekend that you should get out and enjoy. And I think it really illustrates a disconnect that we have in this country. She's got the wrong holiday, doesn't she? <laughs> She's thinking of the 4th of July, maybe Labor Day, right? But not Memorial Day, because she doesn't apparently know what Memorial Day is all about. Memorial Day is about memorializing those who made the ultimate sacrifice for this country. Memorial Day is not about fireworks. It's not about enjoyment. It's about contemplation. It's about asking yourselves what it took for these men and women over the centuries to give their lives for this country. What about this country was worth giving your life for? I want to hear from you. This hour, we'll be taking your calls also at 1-888-589-8840. It's 1-888-589-8840 on American Family Radio. I'm Jay Christian Adams in for Sandy Rios. So what about this country was worth giving your life for? And that's the question I think hopefully was on a lot of your minds this weekend. And, you know, it's an important one because other countries in other centuries and other times, they basically conscript people and say, get up there in the front of the line and fight. And for example, in World War II in Stalingrad, they had the soldiers had guns pointing at them from in front of them in, 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 the, in Stalingrad. The Germans were, were pointing guns at them. But they also had officers behind them saying, get out there and fight. And if you didn't fight, you got shot. So what about this country do we contemplate on Memorial Day? Well, President Biden went to Arlington Cemetery and he gave us some ideas 
about why people are willing to sacrifice for their lives for this country. President Biden said, the soul of America is animated by the battle between our worst instincts, which we've seen of late. Hmm, I wonder what that means. And our better angels between, quote, me first and we the people, between greed and generosity. Greed and generosity. That's interesting. I don't remember the World War II recruitment videos with like Jimmy Stewart and Clark Gable in it talking about greed versus generosity. Do you? Does anyone and anyone have those? They can call in and tell me where to find that. I don't remember the Battle Hymn of the Republic mentioning greed and generosity. This must be a new, a new reason why people sacrifice. I hadn't heard that one before. This one sounds sort of like economics, right? Like uh the proletariat, greed, generosity, da 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 we've heard this. Okay, he says more. President Biden says, this is at Arlington Cemetery. The Washington Times says he steered clear of diving into military policy and instead focused on overarching themes of empathy. He talked about the need for racial harmony. This is, this is Memorial Day, folks. And President Biden talked about the importance of protecting voting rights. Ah, Something close to home for me, if you've been with us when I've guest hosted for Sandy or been a guest before, we'll talk about voting rights this week. So that's what, that's what the Memorial Day was all about. That's what people sacrifice their lives for, is, was voting rights and empathy. Hmm. This is all kind of new to me because I always thought it was something a little bit different. We'll get to that in the show. want to hear your... Your thoughts on this this morning, 1-88-589-8840. Oh, not to be outdone, the vice president went to the Naval Academy over the weekend. The Naval Academy graduation, no less. And she spoke about things that are uh, important this Memorial Day weekend. Get ready for this. <laughs> you know, if, if you think Joe Biden is bad, just get some quotes from uh, Vice President Harris to... to Give you a sense of proportion. So here we go. At the Naval Academy, this is the Vice President of the United States. One country's carbon emissions. I'm not making this up, but believe me, I'm serious. Let's start again. One country's carbon emissions can threaten the sustainability of the whole Earth. This midshipman is the era we are in. The challenge before us now is how to mount a modern defense to modern threats. I'm not kidding. That is a real quote. This Memorial Day weekend, the fight against carbon emissions. I mean, really, do these people have to collapse into parody so quickly? Can we just have a little bit of Bill Clinton? Just a little bit. I will tell you one thing, and you've heard me say this if you've tuned in when I've guest hosted for Sandy before, that sometimes these people leave you longing for Bill Clinton at least on national defense policy. I do think that Bill Clinton probably loved the country, certainly more than this vice president. Certainly more than this vice president. So when you're talking about things like climate change being a threat to national security, you have lapsed into parody. I'm sorry. We're just going to call it that. Because that means you don't know your history. 
That means you have absolutely no understanding of why this country was founded and what threatens this country today. That means you don't understand things like individual liberty or separation of powers or the right to free exercise of religion. You know, there's an image you've heard me mention perhaps before, but it's worth mentioning again. State of the Union a couple years ago, President Trump had some people in the audience up in the balcony as guests of the president. And one of them was a survivor, I think, from Dachau concentration camp. And he talked about, in April, I think, of 1945, American paratroopers descending from the skies like angels to rescue them from the closest thing to hell on earth, the closest thing to hell on earth that man has devised, possibly in his long existence, are the industrial concentration camps of Central Europe in World War II. And who was it? Who was it that rescued those people, those poor, emaciated souls in Dachau, were American paratroopers? Oh, and the threats continue. All on the oceans of the world, in the skies of the world, American soldiers and sailors and airmen are patrolling for the cause of freedom. It's not for the cause of climate change, respectfully, Madam Vice President. It's not for the cause of rising oceans or empathy or equality. It's because this is a dangerous world. And people throughout the history of the United States that fill places like Arlington Cemetery, headstones of these heroes, cared about something bigger than empathy and climate change. They cared about a country that was founded, unlike any other country in the history of the world, that promoted and respected and protected the dignity of the human individual because that individual was born and created in God's image and has the right to life, has the right to free exercise, has the right to raise their children they want to be raised, how they want to raise them. That's what makes America special. You know, in places like England, last time I was in England, there was a newspaper laying there that I picked up and talked about the Archbishop of Canterbury approving and giving the green light to child euthanasia. I thought, what in earth is happening here? In all throughout Europe, they roll people into exit centers, right? The culture accepts this. They roll them into exit centers, so they hook them up to IVs and dose them, and they do their exits. It's like drive-in death. Don't even get me started on Asian Africa, how it doesn't respect life and liberty. This is a precious place. And what we have now in this country is a leadership team that doesn't seem to understand that. They think it's about the wokeness and the cause and the crusade and the march and the progressive transformation. All these crazy things. And yes, I said it, crazy. Because we know where it all ends. The quest for utopia never ends well. You have to have a strong, brutish force, rough men, as they were once called, I guess rough men and rough women now, that are willing to lay it all on the line to protect it. And that's what Memorial Day is all about. It's not about fireworks and long weekends, Madam Vice President. It's about those people who are willing to decide to give their lives 
to protect this country and the constitutional values we hold dear. That's what Memorial Day is all about. But you won't know that, by the way. You won't know that if you're watching television or you're on the internet and you happen to stumble across a recruitment video. Now, in the next segment, we're going to talk about some of these recruitment videos. And once again, just a warning to all of you, what I'm going to play you is not parody. These are real U.S. Army recruitment videos. And we're also in the next segment going to give you a taste of what the Russians and Chinese are up to. But if we can maybe play, if we can play cut number one and give you a sense of what's going on. This is a recruitment video, and we'll do the full cut in the next segment, but this will give you a taste of it. It's a cartoon that looks like it's made for eight-year-olds. It's a cartoon. It's called The Calling, United States Army. If we can play cut one, go. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. There you go. Little girl raised by two moms. That's good. And it is a cartoon video. I'm telling you, it's a cartoon that is like something for a... Uh, ad for baby dolls, or it has graphical textures like somebody is trying to market ponies. Okay, it is not. It is not. If you're watching, if you go, if you Google the calling U.S. Army girl two moms, and I'm not even talking about the two mom part. I'm talking about the overall aesthetic and messaging. This is a United States Army recruitment video. We're going to play you the whole thing next segment. And I want to hear from you, 1-888-589-8840. I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm in for Sandy Rios in the morning all week on American Family Radio. It's great to be here. We want to hear from you, 1-888-589-8840. Stay tuned. We're going to play you the whole video of the calling. And then we're going to let you hear a little bit of some Russian and some Chinese army recruitment videos. They aren't very soft. Here are Tim and Riley Wildman for the AFA Foundation. Riley, what is your title? The director of AFA Foundation. One of the best ways you can have income for the rest of your life and know that uh, you will be supporting the ministry of American Family Association is to... To give a gift to American Family Association and American Family Radio. Do you also deal with people who want to leave AFA in their wills? Yes, sir. That's exactly why they call. And that's why we also have another option besides a charitable gift annuity. People sometimes also call and do an outright gift or also leave us in their will. Now, when anyone calls in and ask to talk to you ladies, will all of them talk in a southern accent like you do? Yes, they will. (laughs) Call Riley Wildman at the AFA Foundation, 800-326-4543, extension 345, or visit afafoundation.net. This is Pause to Pray. 
a chance to stop down from the daily noise of life and pray for our country's leaders. Today we pray for Paul Doremus, Acting Assistant Administrator for Fisheries at the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Fisheries. He oversees management and conservation of fisheries and the protection of marine mammals and marine protected species. Psalm 104.25 reminds us that the sea and all its creatures are God's creation. There is the sea, vast and spacious, teeming with creatures beyond number, living things both large and small. Right now with this in mind, let's pray together. Dear Father, guide Paul Doremus in his work at the NOAA. In the name of Jesus, amen. Pause to Pray is a service of this station and the Presidential Prayer Team. The summer edition of our National Leadership Prayer Journal is available now. To get your copy, go to pausetopray.org. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Jesse Hamilton prepared meals for the men of Phi Gamma Delta for about 14 years. Her presence at Louisiana State University was life-changing for many of the fraternity brothers. She eventually went on to other jobs in life, cleaning and cooking, still hard at work even at the age of 74. Andrew Fusiati was one of the young men who ate her cooking back in the day. And when he found out Mrs. Hamilton was still on the job, he just knew an intervention was in order. So he contacted a few of his fraternity brothers, and they decided to pay off Mrs. Hamilton's mortgage. And on her 74th birthday, they surprised her with a catered meal and a great big check, totaling more than $50,000. All those attending were given t-shirts proclaiming Jesse Hamilton Day and hankies as well to wipe away the tears. It was an emotional scene, those grown men taking care of a sweet lady who made sure they had a home-cooked meal. I'm Todd Starnes. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Good morning. I am Jay Christian Adams subbing this week for Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. It's great to be with you guys. Thoroughly enjoy it. Want to hear from you at 1-888-589-8840. we taking your calls shortly. But we're talking about Memorial Day and what it is that will make American men and women go and sacrifice their lives and lay it all on the line over the course of history. The evil in the world that they battled, the terrors at home, the, 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 the dedication to the Constitution and the principles of the Constitution, which no other nation has ever had anything close to. No other nation has enshrined liberty and law the way that America has. You know, this weekend I heard America the Beautiful. God shed its grace on thee, on his, his grace on thee, crown thy good with brotherhood, law and liberty, all of those great images in that song. And I thought to myself, I bet they don't even sing that song anymore in government schools, do they? They can't, right? This beautiful hymn to America, and it's vanished, vanished from government schools, maybe in some parts of the country, but I suspect a lawsuit would quickly follow. So what we're talking about today is what, uh, what 
causes people to lay their life down for this country. And we heard from the vice president and we heard from the president talk about fighting global warming and empathy and voting rights and, and, and all sorts of other nonsense about why people are willing to sacrifice their lives for this country. And then we came across a recruitment ad for the U.S. Army called The Calling. The Calling. You can find this online. Although I will tell you, do not go look for this video unless you are prepared to be furious. Okay, I see a lot of things online that make me upset. This made me crazy. This made me crazy because when, when, the, when the punchline comes, and we'll hear it in just a second, you will both be afraid and angry. If we could play cut four. This is an, a U.S. Army recruitment advertisement, and it's all cartoons for, like, children. It's all done in big-eyed, long eyelash cartoons, like cherubs in Army helmets. If we could play cut four. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California with a little girl raised by two moms. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. Lots of pictures of two moms. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it, a way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. Okay, that is not an Army recruitment ad, folks. That is a Hallmark advertisement. That is a greeting card advertisement in the non-traditional family section. It is not a United States Army ad. Well, it actually is. But you get the point. Nowhere in the ad is America. Oh, oh yes, but there's progressive America. It's all under the surface. And did you notice the dig they couldn't resist against sororities? Right? The stereotypical soror. Oh, okay. You can't leave that one alone either, because we know how you hate fraternities and sororities, progressive left. But remember, this is supposed to be an army ad to recruit rough people to defend you. And instead, they're getting my pretty pony. 
Instead, they're getting touchy-feely. What you couldn't see, and you can see if you go look at it online, although I, once again, I caution you, it will make you go crazy. What you cannot see on the radio is all the pictures of the two moms. And clearly, one is more mom than the other, right? At the wedding in particular. One mom has a dress on, the other kind of has something on, like a Star Trek smock. So this is, this is not an army recruitment ad that is going to draw people into the armed services that will put, put their life down for you. This is someone who wants to find her inner strength, hasn't found it yet, wants to find it, looking for her own sense of adventure, because that's what it's all about, right? It's about your own adventure. It's about what does the intern get to do? It's all about self-satisfaction of the millennial. It's about the wedding. It's not about defending the United States. And, and, and if you were frightened by that ad, you should be. Because I'm going to play you next, the one from China. If we can go cut two. Go. Explosions. Fire. Bullets. Tanks. Jets. Chinese Army recruiting. Devastation, destruction, bombs. Okay? That's who that's who little misadventure is gonna face. Let's play the one from Russia. This is cut three. Now I can't speak Russian. But I am pretty sure that that did not say anything about the guy's two moms. It did not say anything about his inner strength being in doubt and needing to find it. I could hear his inner strength coming through. Okay? There's lots of imagery in that Russian ad of bullets, snipers, paratroopers, jumps, attacks, explosions. Now... I get it that you want to draw a lot of people into the military. But you know what, folks? Dear Mr. Biden, Vice President Harris, at some point, you got to attract people who will beat the other side, who will beat those Russian paratroopers and those millions of Chinese army soldiers that are featured in the Chinese ad. You cannot be focused on wokeism if you want to defend this country. Now, understand you're using defense dollars to promulgate a social message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy stuff. We all see what you're doing on that score. We all get it, that you're burning our tax dollars to make childish cartoons. I mean, I was going to say, I was going to try to describe to you, they look like Japanese anime, but they don't. Japanese anime is much rougher. This is, you, you've really got to see it. It, it, is, it is like for nine-year-old, uh, seven-year-old girls the imagery in that ad. And I, and I won't even get into the fashion design of, of the two mothers' clothes. It's like they got it from Star Trek. So here we are in America, Memorial Day weekend, and we're talking about people who don't seem to understand what this country is all about once again. How did we get back here? How did we once again return to the Obama years, except it's worse? Now, some people are taking notice of this. 
about the calling U.S. Army recruitment ads, one of which is Ted Cruz, who always seems to get it right. Senator Ted Cruz from Texas uh, is is calling out Roy Austin, who's the Army Secretary or, or uh, Defense Secretary, and saying, "What on earth are you doing?" <laughs> you know, we we can see what the Chinese think about all this. We can see what the Russians think about it. Uh, they're back in Beijing and Moscow laughing and salivating when they watch the two mums video and the calling for our 19 year old girl who's trying to find her inner strength. That's what the U S army is all about now is go out and find your inner strength. Your friends are out climbing mountains. You just graduated from university, of California Davis. Uh, Let's go find your inner strength. I want to hear from you. one 589 I'm Jay Christian Adams. I'm subbing this week for Sandy Rios in the morning. And I want to hear from you. Uh, Shirley is in Tennessee. And Shirley, you've been on the line. What do you think about the calling, Shirley? I guess Shirley is no longer with us. Uh, we'll go to Lisa in Louisiana. Louisa, good morning. Good morning. Can so the U.S. Me? Army ad. Yep, I can hear you. Go ahead, Lisa. Okay. Uh, well, I just want to say, as an American, I saw the ad on, uh, you know, a couple of days ago, and I was so just humiliated and embarrassed for for our country. And the only thing I could think of is, uh, you know, like Russia, China, Iran. Hamas, you know, getting together, having a bunch of drinks and hors d'oeuvres and laughing at this yeah. party. That was the frightening part. When I watched it, I said I was, I was angry and frightened. And you have just described the frightening part. And it's not so much just the commercial, is it? It's the fact that there are people in positions of power who let this happen, Right that there were no grown-ups in the room and said, wait a minute, this has really bad ramifications. And you don't even have to have an opinion on the whole two mums thing, okay? You don't even have to have views on that. And you could say, this is crazy stuff. I mean, when I first watched it and I showed some people the calling ad, and we're talking about the new Army ad, the calling, that is this soft, touchy-feely cartoon when a girl decides to join the army because of the strength of her two moms and, and all the like wokeism, we're talking about this ad. When I first saw it and I showed it to some people, one of the initial reactions a lot of people had is you're pulling my leg. This really isn't an army ad. This really isn't something that would slip through the creative process because it's nuts. Because it sends a message. Listen up. Listen up, everybody. Listen up, Media Matters. It sends a message that America is weak. That America is in the last days of struggle. That we're on fumes. That we're running on fumes. And we no longer have the courage, the bravado, the wherewithal to defend ourselves. We've turned it over to the 19-year-old girl looking to find her inner strength. And no offense to 19-year-old girls, 
looking to find your inner strength. I'm not sure the army is the best place. Not in this context of this ad and all of its cultural aesthetics. If any of you are students of art or even go into museums or, or have a sense of how the visual image can affect emotions in the mind, you watch this thing and it says weak, 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 weak over and over and over again. America is weak. Forget about the two mums part. It talks and gives the sense that we are a bunch of pansies. Can I still say that word? Puff pastries. How about that, Media Matters? That's what's dangerous about this ad. It's not just that it talks about ridiculous things that have nothing to do with defending the country. It says we're weak. Jerry's in Texas. How are you doing, Jerry? You just have Good. a few minutes. A minute. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, a minute. Okay. Got so I, I got exactly what I expected when the, this administration came into office. So I trust them for nothing, not even education of my kids. So not to toot my own horn, but this weekend we had our celebration with my veteran friends at my house on Saturday to celebrate those that we lost and to remember those that we, were, we knew that we lost. Yesterday, I went to a memorial service at our local uh, Foreign Legion's office, and then I took my kids through a veteran cemetery, slow drive, and gave them the history of what the day means, not what to celebrate, but how to remember and thank the people that sacrificed so much for this country, starting at the Revolutionary War all the way up to the present conflict. And that's all I got. Well, thank you for doing that, Jerry. That makes you a junior version of an American hero because you're keeping it alive for your kids and you're teaching them what's right. And it's not about the long weekend like the vice president would have you believe. It's not about climate change like the vice president would have you believe. It's not about empathy. We exist in this country for a more important reason. We exist in this country because for the first time in the history of civilization, the individual is being respected as a creature worth dignity and respect and not as a slave of the state. And that's what makes this country great. My name is Jay Christian Adams. I'm hosting for Sandy Rios. I want to hear from you. 1-88-589-8840. 1-88-589-8840. You're listening to American Family Radio. In his image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. I loved it. I loved how biblically sound it was, all the scripture to back it up. The testimonies were very powerful. If it's a prodigal child that has just run away, or one that's caught up in same-sex attraction, there's hope in Jesus. In His Image is now available on DVD and can be purchased in bulk to pass out to friends and family. Order today by visiting afastore.net. Dr. James Dobson's Family Talk. Christian parents are on the hook today because they have to identify the threats to the value system 
that's being taught to their children in public schools. And their job is to protect their kids from these influences. Tune in for Family Talk with Dr. James Dobson. Weekdays at 6.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. on American Family Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to our program. God's blessings to you all. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. No one likes to suffer difficult circumstances. In this era of easy believism, it's often conveyed, if life isn't always smooth, we're doing something wrong. The scripture teaches us, however, that our Lord often meets fruitful branches with additional pruning. The pruning is not punishment. It's actually to make us even more fruitful. If you're in a rough spot right now, take heart. What may feel like the squeeze to end all squeezes could very well be the Lord's pruning for additional fruitfulness. When the Lord prunes us, He does so for our good. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner with Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. Ryan Fisher here with the Life and Liberty Minute. Valedictorian Elizabeth Turner of Hillsdale High School in Michigan wrote a graduation speech that mentioned Jesus Christ. School officials freaked and told her she couldn't. But the Michigan Constitution says every person may freely speak and express his views on all subjects. There's nothing in there that says unless you are talking about Christianity or speaking at a graduation ceremony. The First Amendment guarantees the right to the free exercise of religion and the freedom of speech. When First Liberty Institute reminded the school of the Constitution, the school quickly folded, and Elizabeth will now be free to share her faith in Jesus with her classmates. Good for her, and shame on this school for its ignorance. Graduation should be about celebration, not censorship. Catch Brian Fisher on Focal Point, weekday afternoons at 105 Central on American Family Radio. This is Frank Affney with the Secure Freedom Minute. The Chinese Communist Party has just announced that it will allow couples to have three children. This is intended as a partial corrective to the devastating demographic and societal effects of earlier population control measures. It's likely too little too late for China. However, it's surely still a death sentence for many millions of mostly female babies throughout the country. Human rights champion Reggie Littlejohn notes the change leaves in place the CCP's horrifyingly intrusive and repressive system she calls the womb police, who will, quote, still be tracking women's fertility and births and punishing those who find themselves illegally pregnant, unquote. These police conduct terrifying raids for hidden children. The Chinese Communist Party is guilty of the worst genocide in human history, with its forcible abortion of an estimated 400 million babies. It is a transnational criminal organization and must be treated as such. This is Frank Gaffney. Don't forget to connect with Sandy Rios in the morning on Facebook or email Sandy at Sandy at AFR.net. That's Sandy at AFR.net. Sandy Rios in the morning on American Family Radio. Good morning, everybody. I'm Jay Christian Adams, subbing for Sandy Rios this week and this morning. Great to be here with you. We're talking about Memorial Day and what it means. And we heard a lot of quotes from the president and the vice president about what it doesn't mean. I thought I'd read you some more quotes from presidents about Memorial Day. 
Because of them, the star-spangled banner still proudly waves. For as long as our flag flies in the sky above, the names of these fallen warriors will be woven into its threads. That was the president, but it wasn't this president. That was President Trump speaking of Memorial Day last year about what Memorial Day means. Different tone, isn't it? Here's another one. Today, the United States stands as a beacon of liberty and democratic strength before the community of nations. We are resolved to stand firm against those who would destroy the freedoms we cherish. That was President Reagan on May 25th, 1981. In other words, they talk about why men sacrifice, why women sacrifice their lives in service of this country. It isn't about climate change. It's about freedom. It's about freedom. And unfortunately, we have a group of people in charge now that have other agendas. And if you heard the last segment and heard the ad for the Army recruitment called The Calling, you'll know what these other agendas are. Like to hear from you at 1-88-589-8840. Nelson's in Texas. Good morning, Nelson. What do you have to say today? Yes, Mr. Adams. Good morning. I wanted to say that yesterday when I was at work, I took my flag and I put it there, and somebody at work told me, hey, um, what do you have that flag? Are you a patriot? I said, yes, I'm a patriot. I told them, you know, I'm remembering those men and women who die for this country. This is the reason why we have this freedom. And I was trying to convey to this person who has alternative lifestyle, who also believes in guns, I said, the reason we have a right to carry a firearm is because of men and women who die defending our freedom, defending this country. And I, every time, and I, and I was saying to myself, every time somebody tells me something about the flag, I get... I get very defensive, and, and I'm trying to, to hold that back because I, that's my passion. That's not their passion. Right. But still, I think, right. I, I, I think the, the way to defeat this nonsense of this wokeness is to demonstrate to these people that the Chinese and the Russians don't care about their feelings. Their care, their care is to defeat us, and God forbid there's a war. Hopefully, these people who are woke if they're funding on a situation, they'll build up, build up that courage, hopefully. But I don't know. Yeah. And Nelson, thank you very much for your call, and thank you for, for doing what you just described. Understand, because we've seen this before, haven't we, uh, in, in after 9-11, where a sizable portion of the country is like deer in the headlights. Like, oh, how did this happen? This wasn't supposed to happen. History was over, right? You told us everything was going to be uh, lollipops and, 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 and roses. And so they stood there, deer in the headlights, for a good while. And, and we see this over and over again. The, the crowd that thinks the world is about comfort and clouds, about finding your adventure, and all about you, like we heard in the Army ad, those people are kind of useless in moments of crisis. Now, sometimes they come around, but... Generally speaking, as an initial matter, they're pretty useless. Taking your calls, I'm Jay Christian Adams of 1-88-589-8840. Lee, I think I have that right. Lee is in Hawaii. Lee, you're on a base. Uh, on a base. By the oh, way, I thanks work. for getting up and listening this early. What do you have to say this morning? Well, I work on a military base. Um, I'm a former military wife. 
I have a son in the military, and I have almost daily interaction with military soldiers. And I can tell you firsthand that the army that we had when I was military wife is not the same army that we have today, that ads like that and attitudes in the social justice movement and in our climate and in our culture have bled deeply into the military. Um, in my interaction with the military, I find soldiers that do not have any common sense of personal responsibility, let alone what it means to have responsibility as a service member. Um, they have to have battle buddies and all types of things. I had to caution my son when he went into basic, you make sure when you pick your battle buddy, he's like-minded because you need to know that someone has your back. And when I had to work with these uh, soldiers, I'm telling you, it's frightening the idea that these guys or gals would have to engage in any type of military battle or hand-to-hand -hand type of combat. Um, it's very politically correct. Um, soldiers, they are allowed same-sex marriages. Um, they're uh, transitioning while in the military. There's all kinds of sh sh shenanigans going on. And it's alarming. It's alarming, and it's not, like, held to just one specific rank band. It's from enlisted to field grade officers. And we're not just changing as a culture. They're changing the military. And consider this. A house divided will not stand. A well, that's exactly divided. right. And that's Lincoln's quote from, from the inaugural. And, and my question to you is, when did this start? Did this did this start in the last four years, the last eight years? Is it accelerating now? Tell us about the timeline. Well, I would say that it slowed significantly um, under Trump. Trump in the sense that you saw more people who were comfortable being patriots and, you know, standing by their flag, standing by their country, standing by their nation. Um I don't think Biden's been in office long enough to just to see it filter up, but it is an absolute change, you know, because I'm an older person <laughs> from the, you know, go to battle, fight for your country mentality. I think you still see it a lot in the Marines, um, different mentality, but I'm the, the soldiers that they're putting out today is scary. If you sit down and have conversations with them, it's like they don't have the good sense. God gave a drunk duck. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that call from Hawaii, Lee. I, I will tell you this doesn't end well, right? History has a way of figuring this stuff out. And it's not pretty. It's not pretty. You know, when I was growing up and I read about Roman history, I would always say and ask myself as a young student, how on earth could the Roman Empire have actually collapsed? I don't get it. Didn't they see it coming? Couldn't they have done something about it? These are all the questions that one who has not experienced it or studied it closely might ask. Can't you stop it? Can't you stop it? And when you see things like those Chinese recruitment ads and you contrast them with the calling, the U.S. Army ad about the little girl on the Santa Monica Pier, pier whose two mums uh, championed her entry into the military so she could find herself, find her inner strength. Then you start to ask her, you start to realize, wait a minute, maybe this is what was going on. You know that opening scene of Gladiator when 
when uh, when Russell Crowe says unleash hell. That was like the strong version of the Romans. Because there were people like that character who was willing to quote unleash hell. You have to have people willing to unleash hell. But apparently, from what we've seen, that's not who the army is looking for right now. Jennifer, you've been waiting a long time in Alabama. What do you have to say this morning, Jennifer? You're on with Jay Christian Adams, subbing for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio. Hi, Jay. This is Jennifer. Can you hear me? I can. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I have two things to say. The first about this ad, I question myself and I think, where are the mighty men of valor that stood with David in the Old Testament? They are the kind of people that we need to defend this nation. And then the second thing is that yesterday, being Memorial Day, I had been away and I came home and here was a letter concerning the the death uh, the, on the day that, that my my father's brother, Cliff, was in World War II, and his buddies thought enough because the family asked to know exactly what the circumstances were. He had been injured once. He returned to the battlefield. Within 36 hours, he was shot and killed. He was shot three times. And these buddies of his mourned his loss, and they, they thought so much of him. He was a very uh, sweet guy, but he was also a fighter. And they they wrote to the family, and I read this yesterday when I was going through my mail, and I thought how poignant on Memorial Day that I remember and hear about my Uncle Clifford, who I never met. And I just had to say that my Memorial Day was, was spent thinking about what he gave up. Do you know where he served? He was outside of Luxembourg, it was a very small town, um, and I have the, the name so of probably, it here in it, the My guess is then it's going to be late 44, if it's outside, maybe early was, 45, actually. The, the letter was written on May the 1st, 1945. Right. That's when well, it was I, I have a feeling your Uncle Cliff uh, didn't join the U.S. Army to find his inner strength, right? He already had his inner strength. He wasn't there to uh, fight against global warming or to find empathy, your Uncle Cliff was there to beat the Nazis and destroy the Nazis because they were destroying humanity. And until we speak in these sorts of stark terms, we aren't going to get any better. Sherry, you're in Texas. Good morning, Sherry. You're on Jay Christian Adams subbing for Sandy Rios on American Family Radio. Good morning. Good morning, Jay. Uh, Christian, yes, you call me uh, Christian. I, okay, thank you. <laughs> um, yes, Memorial Day is important to me. My father was uh, lost in, in North Korea in 1952. And uh, I, I treasure the flags that are flown in our town in America in, in memory of all of those that have given their lives, hoping and helping uh, people regain and retain their uh, freedom. I think our problem is the enemy within the United States. And I think our major problem is in our federal government. And they are the ones that are doing all these destructive things, destruction to our military. Uh, The media is right in there with them, as we all know. Uh, And and it's, 
it's being taught to our young people in our universities and public school. They don't know. They know nothing about American history. And that's what communists do. They wipe out history so people don't have a memory of what it took to get and have our freedom. Our family, our churches, all of those things need to be strong, to build strong Christians and to uh, uh, help our uh, people elect good representatives in our government. Without that, uh, the enemy within is really uh, taking its toll on America. Well, thank you very much for your call, and and, uh, I, I think you make a lot of good points. And these days... These days, it's it's not like there's a Pearl Harbor moment when a strong country is attacked. It almost seems like the things that make us strong within, understanding where we came from, understanding what can go wrong, because the progressives always think the future is better. They always think that acts that they uh, engage in or laws that they pass will create a perfect future. And I suspect everybody listening knows how ridiculous that is. That doesn't work that way in human history. You don't have a guaranteed better life 20 years from now. There are things that can make a life better in 20 years, such as hard work, such as thrift, such as studying instead of toking up, right? But you have to do it. And what's happening today is people are telling us all those good things are bad. All the bad things are good. Everything's upside down. All right. I have enjoyed the last hour. I'll be back tomorrow. My name is Jay for John Christian Adams, subbing for Sandy Rios in in the morning on American Family Radio. I'll be with you tomorrow and the rest of the week. Thank you so much for joining us, and you have a great day. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.